You should be saving for the future. But savings accounts suck. And investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4-6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit StairsApp.com today. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Well, how was your traveling this week? It was good. It was good. Uh, I was in Syracuse most of the week, and a really great place to be in the spring. Um, Winter is a different story. I love the city, but they they get hit hard. So spring is nice in Syracuse if you ever want to visit. Nice. Nice. Well, it's it's amazing here right now. Um, uh, Gosh, trying to convert to that crazy imperial system you guys use. Um, You're what? You're converting to our system? I'm trying to convert the numbers so you'll understand. Oh. 70-something uh, degrees, which is pretty good for early May here. Yeah, true. Nice. Yeah, it's very nice out. Very nice. The little girl was running around in the in a in a in the in the water in the backyard here. We were spraying her. And, yeah, but oh, it's too fun. But you have to balance that nice weather with your your newfound love of earthquakes. Where? Then didn't, didn't you guys have a bunch of earthquakes in the past couple months? Uh, no, I mean, in Haida Gwaii, there was a big one. All right. But, yeah. Yeah. Long way away. All right. Tell Scott to quit lying on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that was a big one, though. That was 6.1 or 2 or something like that. But there's not much population out there. So, you know, future is shook. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and they felt it out here. I think as far as Seattle, actually. But it was, like, tiny by the point it got there yeah. all right all right fine a non-event but it is you know made us all think <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of like mobile getting <laughs> yeah good well first though first huge kudos to mark taylor and the rest of uh well our awesome seo 101 community yes on google plus five thousand members Woo! Especially huge kudos to Mark, man. He's been rocking that community. I, I've been way too absent recently, and he's just keeping it alive. And, and we said it once before. We said it again. We need to get him on the show, um, get him to participate here as well sometime. I think that would be really awesome. Totally. Totally. I mean, <clears throat> he, he's, yeah, yeah. he's he's pretty much the heart and soul of that uh, community. So thanks, Mark. I don't know what we do without you. be a very quiet little community. <laughs> um, now, with that said, I guess, well, yeah, let's just jump into what we'll get now. And you kind of already did the segue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Search Engine Land uh, put a, a, there's a lot of articles out there, but Search Engine Land put one out there, uh, Mobile Geddon's Beginning, Not Ending. Uh, it was by Bryson Munier. Uh, Munier? Munier. Must be Munier. Anyway, sorry, Bryson, if I screwed that up. Um, it's a whole bunch of topics on, on the sub- subject about how much change there's been overall mobile versus desktop search results. It, there's the largest change to date um, you know, on, on record, 69% difference between them. Um, 
you know, what is that saying? There has been some change. Uh, there was actually right. some effect from Mobilegeddon, but it's it's not been substantial that we know. Right. You know. There, there was that list you mentioned, though, of course. Jim, yeah, but. yeah, the one that Search Metrics did. But I still, I haven't heard horror stories. Maybe it's because I've been traveling, haven't been reading where I should be. But I haven't heard those horror stories of people saying it's really impacted them and their traffic numbers. When they look at their analytics, they're not seeing the changes. Have you heard any of those kind of stories? No, I haven't, not really. I haven't either. I've seen my, I've seen and heard minor changes, but no horror stories, thankfully. Right. No, um, and, and, and something that I, I can't recall whether I said it on the show. I know I was talking about it a lot in the office, and we all kind of got a giggle out of it. But you know, I was I was expecting the first thing they'd say the, the day after the uh, Mobilegeddon update was they're going to say something like, uh, well, you know, we, we also quantify page speed because that's something we'd be talking about forever, right? Yeah. Well, already they're talking about it. Um, oh, yeah. Well, you know, we need to also consider page speed, and that was Gary Isles. Uh, that's not a quote by any means, but that's essentially what he's saying. And then uh, John Mueller raised it again in his After Hours uh, uh, webmaster video. And, uh, you know, he didn't say, yes, this is happening, but it's a no-brainer, everyone. Really. Yeah. If, if you're having any mobile site speed issues, yes, you made the conversion to mobile, but that's not complete until you have the whole package. Well, well, something we said here before it happened, and I've been telling people ever since, this this mobile update is really a single, it was really all about a single factor in the, mobile, the algorithm impact, and it's, is it mobile friendly or not? Yes or no? And we know there's hundreds and hundreds of factors in the algorithms, and this, this mobile update was about one of those factors. How much weight is one factor going to have? They're not going to give it so much weight that it's going to totally overwhelm the rest of the, the factors in the algorithm. Them. So you got to remember that all those other things that you do to make good SEO and good pages for mobile also go into play, and page speed being one of the biggest one of those, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you everyone wants low page speed. You, you should be thinking about this all the time, yep. really. I mean, it's the thing that will make a difference in terms of sales. It's been proven time and time again, and, and really just, well, just keeping people on your site. Hello, important. <laughs> yep. Especially, Shocker. Especially, especially if you want them to buy something or read something, they need to be there, right? Yes. Yes. And, and I think uh, I think it's important too when you think about page speed, especially with mobile, because mobile's not you know the we talk about we think about desktop and we think about okay everybody's got high bandwidth you know connections blah blah. Mobile is not super high bandwidth. It's pretty slow when it comes to internet speeds. So it's it's one of those things where the, the faster your pages load, the better experience people are going to have on mobile. And Google just announced in the, just the past couple of days, it's official that mobile has search has overtaken desktop search. It's completely 100% official now. We can say it without guessing or saying it's going to happen soon. It's official. Mobile is more search on mobile than there is on desktop. And yeah, it's funny. when And then they said that. I'm like, wait a second. We've been saying that forever. Yeah. But, but it was based on what they'd said Without writing it, I guess it was all. Yeah, yeah. They were they all they always kind of added it with soon it's going to be or you know yeah we think this is going to happen soon but it, now it's actually quote unquote official more mobile search than desktop search and if if you're not focusing on mobile search you are already behind and, and you better start catching up. Pretty interesting for anyone out there who hasn't jumped on this yet. Uh, you know, technically, we have it step forth, but you can't see it because we're still designing it, which will be my story for the next yeah, year, yeah. it seems. So <laughs> mo- mobile search doesn't re- work real well in a development environment. 
<laughs> oh, I've heard that. I've heard that. I can't even test it because <laughs> I'm blogging search engines. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Um, this one had me just, uh, I loved it. And uh, this this article, Buying a Used Domain. Um, oh, yeah. and, and what happened? Maybe you know what we're going. This is going to take a little bit, so let's take a quick break now. I know it's a little early, but let's take a quick break so we can really dig into this story, and uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, this is a good one. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So, buying a used <laughs> domain. <laughs> it's always always a fun experience, always. Uh, so, yeah, so sometimes this- more fun for others than... <laughs> Exactly. And, and, you know, it used to be, okay, so first listeners, um, this is about a story from ZDNet talking about how uh, Google, they bought a a domain, a used domain that they liked. It didn't have the hyphen in it. They wanted to use it and they got immediate penalty um, and it was, it was bad. I mean, the the actual screenshot says uh, the, the, the warning from Google was pure spam was the title. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But the worst part about this was Z- ZDNet, not the worst part, but the, the part that intrigued me the most was ZDNet published this article just trashing Google for, for banning their site for no reason. Um, the name of it was a cautionary tale of great power. They thought Google was abusing their power. And really, it, when they published the article, the first thing the commenters started saying was, uh, did you do any research on this domain before you bought it? And it turned out that they hadn't. And it was just like, 
they they embarrassed themselves and <laughs> gave me and Ross a nice big chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so let's share that chuckle. Um, uh, here, all right. So where do we begin? Uh, okay, do, do you do you want to relate the story a little more? Um, so I don't have the article called up. So if you have it called up, you might be able because I'd have to do it off of memory. But okay, it, sure. Yeah. So the like I said, the the the, the Domain had a hyphen in it. It was cxo-talk.com, and they wanted cxotalk.com. So they got it, and they immediately did the switchover, and they're like, "Woohoo! This is great!" They bought it at auction. Um, they'd hope to make they make this you know make their address uh, their, their their site a little easier to find. But then, bang! Google applied the whatever manual penalty that was applied to the other one to theirs. And I'll quote what it says here under pure spam. This is the description in, in Webmaster Tools. Pages on this site appear to use aggressive spam techniques such as automatically generated gibberish, <laughs> cloaking, <laughs> scraping content from other websites, and or repeated or egre- egregious violations of Google Webmaster's guidelines. Ooh. Yeah. So, can, you say thro- can you say throwaway domain? <laughs> <laughs> Except yes. for they didn't throw it away. They sold it. <laughs> Yeah, someone made money on us. Oh, geez. Anyway, um, did, they, did, sh- they, did they ever say how much they paid for it? I no, bet you they, they did. I bet you they paid a good chunk of change. Someone was laughing. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, anyways, he, he goes through what they did and how they should. You know, they were pretty pissed off at Google. Um, he did update the article. He says, uh, <laughs> "This is where he sort of does a pullback." Like, like, uh, uh, John said here, he, he kind of embarrassed themselves. He says, this is his update. Based on comments in response to this post, <laughs> I did further research into the history of CXOTalk.com domain and, that I recently purchased. Based on many spam backlinks, there's no doubt this site had a bad history before my purchase. This leads to several conclusions. <laughs> and he goes through some of the things you should do. But we'll, we'll share our list, which is a little more, I, I would say, a little more comprehensive. Yeah. Why don't you take the first well, one? Well, well, the interesting thing is that, A, he did his research after he bought the debate. <laughs> and Second, applied it. <laughs> yeah, and applied it. Second, the, the forum or the site that it is is all about technology. So these are like technology people. They're not like just somebody who's running a, a bakery who wouldn't even think to do this kind of stuff, which, which blew my mind. It's like, you're in technology. You should know that people abuse technology and take some precautionary precautions before you get involved. And so like Russell, we came up with some, some thoughts about if you're going to buy a domain, let's vet it before you put the money down and launch a site on it. And some of the things you do. And the first thing I think, if at all possible, get Webmaster Tools access for this domain to look at it to make sure there's no penalties applied to it ahead of time, if you can. And, and you might not always be able to do that, but if you decide, hey, it's only 50 bucks, I'm going to try it anyway, first thing you do when you buy it is put Webmaster Tools to it and, and look and see what kind of notifications or if there's any kind of information signals from Google that you might have made a mistake. Definitely. Yeah, and the next thing to do is to check the backlink history. This is the easiest thing to do, and you don't have to get any access to anything to do this, um, short of a couple of good tools like Majestic or Ahrefs or SEMrush or, uh, man, it goes on and on. There's a lot of yeah. tools that can do this, and SEOmoz. Oh, open Site Explorer from SEOmoz, yeah. Yeah, um, which, of course, we're dating ourselves. It's called Moz now. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So check the backlink history of the domain uh, using a tool like that. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, I'm not dating myself. I'm just proving that I'm old school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> okay. Well, you're not older than me, so I guess you can say that. Yes, um, I, and don't you forget it. <laughs> so, yes, check the backlink history. Uh, really what you're doing there is you're seeing, okay, who's pointing to that domain and how, well, how crappy are they? <laughs> yeah, what, what's, the, what's the quality of the backlink profile? You know, yeah. and and you think, well, there's no backlinks on this one, so it can't be a good domain. Well, that's actually a good thing in, in most cases. What you're looking for is bad links and bunches of them, or or situations where you have one domain that's got ten thousand links pointing to it. Your domain to link ratio is really really low or high. Excuse me. So, yeah. Just do, yeah. Go ahead, Ross. I, I would. My favorite tool for doing this is uh, SEO Link Reports, their detox tool. Um, it, you know, I believe you can even just sign up and, and just pay for one or, or you know, it, they've got different accounts now, different options. But essentially, um, it, it does review all of the links and using uh, their own little algorithm of, of checks, it tells you which ones are, you know, whether or not the site has a high probability of being um, penalized or at least has a toxic backlink profile. And if you see it's toxic, well, you know, you got some work to do. You do want to go through it and make sure it's not. In, inaccurate. It's not perfect tool, but um, it'll give you a very good idea of what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. It, that's a critical step. If you can't do anything else, make sure you do that one. Yeah, especially if you're spending thousands. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, gosh. All right, what was the other one here? So the next thing is, it's kind of a just a double check thing. Do a site colon check on the domain. And, and for those that don't know, if you type S-I-T-E colon and then the domain name without the www sometimes, sometimes you do with, it will show you, Google will show you just the pages it has listed for that site. And it doesn't always show you all of them. It's not a complete record. Um, so it's, there's a little bit of fuzziness with this. But if you go in there and you see hundreds of pages that look like spam pages that may be actually, or you see the fact that there's like two pages listing and it's showing the little, um, do you want to see more pages you know, than this? And it shows, and you click it and there's like a thousand pages in the supplemental index. Those are things to look at. But most critically, if you don't see anything, if you do a site colon for the domain and you see nothing, right, you need to start asking some questions. How long ago was the site live on this domain, right? Um, was it blocked from search? Because um, if there's nothing at all showing up for that domain, that's one of the first signals that, hey, there might be a penalty applied to this domain. right? B yeah. but, it, but if the site's been down for five years, okay, it, it's hypothetically possible Google doesn't have any pages indexed. But if they just shut it down three months ago and there is absolutely nothing indexed for that domain, there's probably some problems. You know, and, and you know what? You should still follow all of this, these rules. We've got a couple more to add here. But the one thing I want to interject with is I think part of the onus here should be on the auctioneers. They should have a, a, a questionnaire for people selling a domain. It's a legal one saying, has this site, are you aware of this site ever having been penalized by Google? So or, that'll, ne that'll never happen for two reasons. One, most of those domain auctions, <laughs> most, most of them are automated processes. And two, if they do that, they insert themselves into the equation legally. Right, right now, if there's a problem, it's the seller and the buyer that have this this battle going on. If they do that questionnaire, now they're part of the legal problem. If there is an issue, so if I had an auction company, there's no way I'd do that. Okay, I won't get into law, but I just I expected. Well, you I have dealt with American law quite a bit, and I've I've, I've always thought that you had to cover your butt in those regards, or you could still be dragged in. Yeah. It's I possible. Know. I don't know the law either, but that's that's the first thing I would think is like I'm not going to get myself in the middle of this by 
Yeah, it, it, but but from the from the perspective of providing a good service and not just out there to make a, a bunch of money for for whoever will use the service, like mm. spammer like spammers. If you're providing a good quality service and you really want to do that, then yeah, I agree with you. You know, let's vet both sides of the equation. A lot of these a lot of these domain buying services use proxies for um, the money transfers to make sure that people get their domains before the sellers actually get the money. You know, and that's to help provide build trust in the auction process. Why not do the same thing with the viability of the domain and the valuation of the domain? A lot of these companies do the valuation studies of domains before they allow them to go up or set pricing. How far back are they going into that? Which, we should put this on our list too, vet the company that you're buying this domain through. Right? If you're buying it directly from an individual, then you need to do all this stuff. But if you're buying it from an auction house or someplace that sells domains for a living, that's their sole purpose, vet them as well, not just the buyer. Yeah, how many complaints does it have against them? Right. Uh, are, are there against them and, and, and such? And obviously, you look anywhere, you'll find complaints for just about anyone. But yeah. the fact is, if you see an overwhelming amount, there's some good indicators there. Yeah. If, if I'm a spammer or a black hat SEO and I know I've got disposable domains that I'm going to be getting rid of on a regular basis, I'll, I'll have an auction house that I know is not going to give me a hard time and let me sell whatever I want. Right. There's going to be other auction houses I know I can't go to because they're going to vet my domain and say, hey, no, this one's banned. You can't sell it here. Yeah, and you know, in in retrospect, what I said earlier, I mean, obviously we kind of do this stuff on the fly, but thinking about that uh, legality, you know, if you're selling a house, you have to sign a thing saying that you do not, you're, you've disclosed well, see, everything, right? But there's, but there's real but estate. The real estate I, yeah, but I'm about to say though, but real estate agents aren't liable for that. Right. So well, I guess in a real, sense, real estate law is its own separate subset of law. This is this is one of those areas of 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 legislation where the law has not caught up to the technology, I think. I doubt that the law specifically understands this is a problem yet. Uh, Perhaps, I don't, but I'm I don't, just I don't know that for that's sure. The, Again, that's I'm, the closest I'm, relation though because yeah. they're both real estate in a way, right? It's just one's virtual, one's not. Um, but I know that in real estate agents wouldn't be culpable and, if, as long as they had all these forms done. So I suppose uh, that technically the domain guys wouldn't, but they still have to. They should still have to ask. There should be something yeah. there. That's yeah, my yeah. and I'm sure the domain guys could also protect themselves by when people sign up as a member to buy or sell, they say agreeing to the terms of service, and one of the terms is you don't hold us liable, right? Yeah, and if you do sell something that is uh, a negatively, you know, charged domain, your account will be closed. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, and for good companies, that's probably what they should do. But there are going to be companies out there that that do these auctions that are just as just as scummy as the people trying to sell the banned domains. Yeah. Anyway, we haven't finished our list. So, um, oh yeah, problem here is if there is a problem and you really want to keep the domain, what do you do? Well, we came up with an idea, and, and really it's based on some of the stuff we read, but it also brings up a lot of other questions, which are easy answers to. So first. What you want to do is uh, clean it up before you use it. Now, how can you clean it up? Well, technically, you can use Google Webmaster Tools. So first, connect yourself to the site so that you can prove that you do own it. Then start disavowing like hell. Um, go through. Clean it up as best you can. Then mm -hmm. how I would approach it at this point is try to contact someone at Google. Good, good luck, I know. But I would try <laughs> just bringing it up. Do all your due diligence. Say that you, you know, in case there is an issue, you can say, look, I asked everywhere. Now, if you do get someone, ask them, you know, is there anything else I can do to clean this up? I want to use this. I have no connection to the history of this domain. I just want to use it because it's better for my site. See what happens. But let's say you can't get access to anyone. 
well, how will you know when it's cleaned up? If this, if this domain is online, like uh, yeah, say you own the domain, but there's no content, you won't see the content reappear in search results. And as far as we know, there is no indicator from Google that anyone experiences that says um, your site is now clean. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, kind of a, it's, it's not, it's a completely opaque process. Well, you you uh, kind of have to wait and see for your pages to change, right? And if you don't have any pages, there's nothing to wait and to see if they change or not, right? So I, my, my thing would be that this is one place where transparency needs to be placed you know really there should be a lot more transparency and and i was going to ask sir Mueller, <laughs> uh, john Mueller. you know this would be a question for him but what, what should people do in these cases i i don't see google i don't see any reason why google should keep their cards close in something like this if another yeah. person's bought the domain you know they just want to reactivate it they want to clean it up i think that should be fine so, I mean, the first two things, you talk about what do you do to clean it up, right? If, if, if it's a brand new domain for you and you're not buying it because of the fact that it has some equity already, which you shouldn't be, um, you should be buying it because it works for your needs. And in this case, the, the, the ZDNet was perfect. They had a domain name that had a hyphen in it. They were able to buy the one that didn't have the hyphen. That makes perfect sense. The hmm. first thing you do is you go into Webmaster Tools and like Ross said, you go and you disavow every single link pointing to that site. I wouldn't be cherry picking anything, looking for stuff. Get rid of them all because it has mm -hmm. nothing. Those links have nothing to do with your site at this point, right? At the same time, if there's any pages indexed at all in Google, I'd get them all removed from the index. Put a robots.txt blocking the entire domain, and then submit the entire domain to be removed from the index, and then wait. It, you know, hopefully. Um, you can see some of the pages if they're there and you see them disappear. I'd wait a week or two at least before you do that. And then when you put your new site on that domain and you start building new links, it's closer to a cleaner domain than, than any other way you could do it, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. it, still is, it still doesn't mean that you're, you're pulled out of the penalty phase. But at least that at that point, when you go to do your re-inclusion request, you can say, I disavowed all the old links. I, I removed all the pages. Everything that's on there now is brand new and fresh. Right, and hopefully yeah, exactly. that'll help with your disavow. Or yeah, your, uh, there you inclusion. go. You know, when you do the disavow, um, that's not the end of it, and that's an important note there. What you said, also file a re-inclusion request. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if it said pure spam, you know, you've got some issues there. Um, re-inclusion request would make a lot of sense, and it's one place where you know someone's going to read it, um, at least to this point, anyway. Um, I don't believe they've automated that. It's still a hands-on. So if they see the re-inclusion request and they see that you said you bought this domain, you've now disavowed everything, you should be in a much better position. Um, then, once all this is done, make sure to follow the change of address process that Google provides. And there's more information that easily found just by typing in change of address Google. Or change um, of is it change of address or change of domain? Well, they call it change of address if you go to that URL. But, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's um, – Use the change of address tools that they, is the, the actual title of the page, and it should be a change of URL tool, but whatever. Um, that's because obviously this is going to be confusing for people who are in local. <laughs> We're talking yeah. about the local address, but oh well, whatever. It's yeah, a way to tell Google that you're making some changes. And it's specifically to your domain. When, they, when you use the change of address tool, they should be calling it domain because it's when you change a domain. If you change a page URL, you're technically changing the address of that page, but this is, this is specifically for domain changes. Yeah, if anything, this is kind of shocking. It's not as literal as Google likes to be. I know. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <Is> there, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
the the one thing we skipped that again, if you before you buy the domain, one other little thing you can check if you're still unsure, you're not sure what's going on with this domain. Go to archive.org and see if you can view what the old site looked like. And because archives going to go through, they're going to try to archive. They try to archive every page of the internet, and many times they'll have an older version of what the pages look like on that domain, and you'll be able to tell pretty quick in most cases whether it was a pure spam-driven website. Excellent. Very good point. And let's take a quick break. When we come back, we've got a little more news to cover from Google Webmaster Tools. Some new news there. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Do you want to optimize and grow your business? Then master your skills in conversion rate optimization. Sign up for Conversion Conference Las Vegas 2015, happening on May 12th through the 14th. It's Brasco from Webmaster Radio inviting you to the biggest and only conversion conference in the United States this year. Join your colleagues in the world's leading conversion experts, including Tim Ash, Amy Africa, Lance Loveday, Natalie Nahai, plus 40 of your favorite optimizers. Learn to create persuasive content, design landing pages that trigger your visitors to action, and convert blog readers into customers. Come to Conversion Conference, the conference that pays for itself in no time. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get a $100 discount on their pass. Register early and get full access for only $897 when you use discount code WMFM. Simply register online at ConversionConference.com with the code WMFM. That's ConversionConference.com, code WMFM. Hurry, save your seat before they sell out. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. If you are a digital marketer, you don't want to miss this. You can join millions of digital marketers now having free access to the Click It Summit, the worldwide professional digital marketing online summit. Their four-day search marketing summit is coming up on May 25th through the 28th. Register for free at clickitsummit.com forward slash search marketing. No matter where you are located, you can participate from the comfort of your own computer. Again, register for free at clickitsummit.com forward slash search marketing. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. And myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. 
Next on tasks, Google nice. search analytics report finally in. Finally live for everybody. And we <laughs> talked about we talked about this in the past, and it's mm. it's really good. But it's nice to know that it, finally it's not just certain select, you know, special people get to use it. Everybody gets it now. And I only say that because I wasn't one of those special lucky people. Uh, <laughs> oh, even though we asked John, I, think. I know we asked. But we didn't get lucky. Um, we didn't follow up. It's our fault. But there's a, there's a couple things to, to, to pull out when they did their announcement um, on Google Webmaster Central blog. There's there's three things that I thought were critical that we should note about this. Um, they're claiming that it's much more accurate than the old search queries report, which is interesting because <laughs> that makes me think, you mean the old search queries report wasn't accurate? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so that's, but, but they say the reason is because they're calculating things differently. So, I was that that confuses me too because are they calculating differently than just the old search queries report, or are they also calculating it different than webmaster the you know the the standard an- analytics that we get from Google? So that to me is a big question mark. Why are you calculating it differently? How differently, and what's different about it? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but not to say that I'm not going to use it because it's got a bunch of great stuff in it. But the other thing that, that I thought was important for us to mention on this, if you're really excited about this or you're not sure if you're excited and you want to wait and let the, 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 the dust settle before you jump into it, they, they understand that a lot of people want to continue to use the old reports, but they're only going to leave those live for three more months. So you only got three months left. If you, if you love the old reports and you can't stand the new one, you, you got three months to get used to the new one because the old ones will be going away. I would hope that, uh, you know, I'm still catching up on this news, but I would hope that that old data is easily used in this uh, new system, though. Yeah, I guess that's another question. If the old data is not as accurate, and three months from now they get rid of the old, da- the old, the old tools, and I'm doing, uh, they, well, and I guess that does make sense, because they only kept that old data for three months, right? We had a 90-day window, is that correct? Or did they expand it? Was- it? Oh, okay. It? Well, I thought that the 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 three months wasn't for the data. I, I, obviously, that could be the case, but I thought it was for the report. Yeah, good. I'm not sure because I think you could only access three months of data at a time mm, with the old true. search queries. But I don't know if they got rid of the data after the three months. You're right, or if they just didn't allow you access to them. In the new search analytics, I think it's – we'll have to look up to get the exact, but I think you can get back further and you can do more detailed queries about about that data. After that three months, are we using the old, not as accurate data to compare to the new, more accurate data? How is that going to work? Hmm. Right? Well, I'm excited. Hey, something new. Yeah. Some more data from Google, which is nice and rare and helpful. Should, should, we, remind, should we remind people of some of the new things you can do with this new report? Please do, because you're. Right. I, I've forgotten, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just a couple things, and this this is stuff I pulled it directly out of Google's announcement. So if it sounds very Google PR-ish, that's because I cut and pasted it from them. Um, but basically, <laughs> um, they're allowing you to, to search your your traffic changes over time, right? And that's where I want to see where's that time. Is it still just ninety days, or have they expanded that? I need to dig into that some. Um, um, and you can actually. Uh, It'll show you which queries are most likely to show for your site. That same kind of information. But now what they're going to let you do is filter that. Um, you can filter it based on where, where is it coming from. You can say, okay, I want to know 
where my search queries are coming from on mobile devices versus desktop and smartphones versus tablets. Um, so you can dig into mobile. Um, you can also see which ha pages have the highest and lowest click-through rates. Some of the stuff we could do before, but those filters are the important things. There's a lot of ways to filter. You can filter by location. You can filter by device. So when you're looking at rankings and you know search queries, I, I hate that they call it I don't hate that they call it, but it's going to be confusing for people that it's search analytics. And then they also have, you know, their analytics. And people are going to get confused there somewhat. I think search analytics is more about analyzing how your site is working in search. And analytics is more about how your site is working, period, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so that's going to confuse people long term, I think. But again, it kind of goes back to where are you ranking, how many click-throughs you're seeing, what are your impressions, and now they've layered on these abilities to filter that data so you can get a more clean and detailed look at specific segments of, of your targeting. Unfortunately, yeah. that doesn't include keywords. <laughs> of course. That'd be way too helpful. But, I mean, yeah. the other question, uh, and I, it's kind of uh, an addendum to one of the ones we've heard of brought up, but that data, you, you can integrate it with Google Analytics by connecting Google Webmaster Tools. So is that data now better in Google Analytics too? Or is it different? I, interesting. I'm going to have to look at that. I'm gonna yeah, good, very good in. question. Very good question. Uh, why do but, they make but, us do so much work? But, but, I'm, <laughs> but I'm still very happy about this. It's definitely an, an improvement over what they had when it comes to looking at this stuff. And it's going to give us more information, allow us to get 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 more use out of this data long run in the long yeah. run. You can bet there's going to be a lot of interesting tutorials and walkthroughs of, of different types of data you can um, you can segment out and all that stuff because it does have some pretty powerful yeah. filtering mechanisms from what, I, from what I saw in the demo. Just just think of the dozens of coders in their basements right now writing Google Chrome plugins for search analytics. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to see Moz come out with some ad updates and stuff for their user, for their members. I'm one of them, and I'd love to use something else, and, yeah. or someone, you know? It'd be nice to have something. Nice. Well, I, you know what? We should probably tie it up, but I mean, you do have that one piece of news about Google and Twitter. Yeah, but let's talk about that next time, because I think I'm going to find some more information about that. They, they've, they've renewed their agreement. Google has the access to the Firehose. They've started testing integration into search results. But the one thing, if we're going to wrap up on something, I wanted to talk really quick about an article I saw come through Facebook. And a really well-known... SEO that I've known for years um, posted this article on Facebook. He said, this is really interesting. And I went to the article to read it because I trust the guy. And basically, it was somebody complaining about Google messing with their local search rankings, didn't give any real data, didn't, didn't really give, you know, my, I had all these questions, well, what, you know, what is this? Did you do this? Did you do this? And they said, we didn't do any black hat stuff. Well, of course you didn't. But they never put the URL of the site, never did any of this stuff. And at the very bottom of the page, on every page of the site, actually, it says, if you're interested in this do domain, contact us through the contact form and we'll sell oh. it to you, right? And I'm like, man, this, this is a guy I've known that's published good quality content and, and links to stuff for a long time. And he got fooled by this, right? And I, I put it in his comment on Facebook. He says, man, that was a good catch. I missed that, right? And, but if he, this guy is getting fooled by this kind of stuff, right, what are, what are our listeners and people are just getting into this industry dealing with? I mean, it, it's, it still amazes me uh, that there's people that can get into this industry and become successful without blowing up because of all the crap that's published about SEO online. It's just 
I mean, I just just wanted to vent a little bit about the fact that there's still very few really good quality sources about SEO information. And if you're going out and you find this article, it seems amazing, and it's on a site nobody's ever heard of. The odds are that it's you know if it was really good quality, it'd be on a good quality site somewhere. Yeah. So I'm, I just wanted to vent a little bit about that. It's a very good point, and 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 I wish more people thought about that because um, although it's good for business, it's not good for morale <laughs> we get a lot of people calling who've been burned yeah. by these seos and we have to fix it you know and, and, and yeah. it's because these seos either don't know what they're doing or they are just taking advantage of people and, and how, it's how, sad how many other industries can you think of where a new client comes to you and they say well i'm not sure if i want to do business with you because uh I've dealt with your type before, and you're just not untrustworthy. And that happens more than 50% of the time you talk to new clients. Yeah, it's true. And it does. It happens more than half the time I'm talking to people. It says, yeah, well, I got burnt in the past. That's just horrible. I know. Uh, and and the, the amount of money wasted and uh, anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sorry. I'll get off my soapbox. I just had to say that. It's good. I like it. Thank you. That's uh, something that I visit every day when you deal with uh, sales calls. So um, if you're out there and you need, you, you, you're a bit jaded, you know, give us a shot. We can we can clean things up for you. It's 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 always hard to deal with, but it's got to be done. You don't want to be sitting out there with problems on your website or just thinking that your website will do fine without any kind of SEO because over time it will start to erode rankings not having the proper uh, implement, implement, yeah. implementation in many cases. Yeah, I, I tell clients all the time that your site's not, you know, they, they're doing real well and also they start dropping in rankings. And, and I tell them, you're not, your site's not doing bad because you're not doing SEO. Your site's not doing well because your competitors are doing SEO, right? And they're pushing you down in the rankings. And if you're not doing it, you're not keeping up, you're going to suffer. Yeah, actually, <laughs> keep extending this, but an interesting point as I was talking to somebody the other day, and and this client is very literal. <laughs> it's a bit difficult because we've, we speak different languages, but he, he, he in a sense, he, he just can't understand why his competitors are doing better than him. Um, and he wants me to find out why all the time, and you know, without paying a lot for it, of course. So I'm like, you know what? I know what you need to do to fix this. So why do we care? <laughs> but yeah. it, people get overly focused on why the other guys are doing well without doing great tactics. Uh, I don't care. Let's do great tactics and just get where you need to be. Yep. I agree uh, completely. But it is hard to, to dissuade someone when they just don't listen. They just want to know why. Why? <laughs> anyway, yes. with that said... <laughs> On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our now 5,000-strong Google Plus community called SEO 101. And uh, it's just great. Either, well, good chance Mark will respond to you before we do. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thank you, Mark Taylor. But uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun, and there's some great people on there that can help you out. And we'll be happy to air your question on the show, too, if, it, uh, if it's particularly uh, apt. Right. So you can also email me via ross at stepforth.com or reach John via Twitter at John Carcut. Have a great week, and remember to tune in to future episodes, which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week. Thanks for listening, everybody.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. The level of connection you feel in your home dramatically influences your experiences there. Get the tools to control that connection in your communities with the first multifamily platform that unifies management and resident experiences to create smart apartments. Talk to a RealPage consultant today to see how your properties can meet the future of multifamily with the Smart Building Suite.